You're listening to Random Fit with hosts Wendy Batts and Ken Miller, winner of a Gold Markham Award for Digital Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Random Fit with myself, Wendy Batts, and friend and co-host Ken Miller. Ken, you know what? Today's topic I think is super important because if we look <laughs> at the obesity rates in this world, we have more gyms, but we're still seeing those those rates on the rise. So today's topic is about what? Moving to succeed. <laughs> yeah. And moving to succeed for this episode of Random Fit, what we are talking about is trying to find more or different ways to add activity into your day by way of your commute. And I'll share, Wendy, one one of the uh, clients I have that I work with after work hours, right? So five o'clock, he's on that last ferry over from San Francisco over to the East Bay. And what he does is he has one of those foldable bikes. I don't know if you've ever seen. He has a a foldable bike, which is really, I mean, there's a lot on the market. Welcome to California, people. (laughs) You're not doing that in in Atlanta. In Atlanta, I have yet to see it. Like, you know, the scooters that are on every corner, yes. But foldable bike, no. Well, I I have clients that that do take the ferry over instead of taking the BART, which is our our train, our little subway train, our version of it here. But I'll have those clients that ride their bikes. But my one client, he has a foldable bike. So he'll ride it from the ferry. And I think it's like two, three miles from the ferry station to my facility. And he'll walk in. He'll have his little backpack and then he'll have his foldable bike picks it up and it's just i mean 20 something pounds and he'll bring that in but it stores what he doesn't have to worry about locking it up he doesn't have to worry about bringing it to you know storing it in a closet or one of those bike security boxes i mean can yeah yeah i mean you get once everything's locked in place but all to the point of he is somebody who has taken on and embraced the idea of commuting. Uh, he's accessorized it, of course, with that foldable bike, but he has taken advantage of public transit. So he's taking the ferry over, and but from his house to the ferry, he rides a bike. He gets on the ferry. And once he gets to the other side, then he's on his bike again from uh, where the ferry lets off to his office, which is, I think, another mile and a half. So he is he is adding another three three miles each way uh, in in physical activity, which was which was really great when we were trying to find out. Okay, well, how can we accelerate results? How can we accelerate your conditioning? How can we accelerate you know managing um, your your daily activity? Because if you sit behind the computer all day long, which is he's in the tech industry, if you sit behind the computer all day long. The question is, when are you going to move? When are you going to get out there? When are you going to do things? And this adds, instead of him getting in his car, getting out of his car when he gets there and then sitting behind the computer, he has these intermittent breaks through the day in the beginning and at the end of the day where he's adding activity. So, so adding, yeah, so adding activity through, uh, commute through finding an alternative way to commute to from home to work outside of 
just getting in the car and parking and going. For some of us, it's not an option, right? <laughs> or you have to get up at four in the morning to take the first bus to where you're going to go. But, you know, it doesn't well, fit into a lot it. of schedules. I, mean, I know it's interesting listening to your stories in comparison to mine. I live in Atlanta. We don't have a ferry. We have to sit on the highways and just pray that we are not going to hit traffic. In well, rush hour, it seems like rush hour is more like rush hours. Um, if you don't leave one or two hours prior to your appointment, especially if it's in the eight to five, you know, work hour time periods, you are in big trouble because you will be very late. And so, you know, one of the, the reasons we wanted to talk about really thinking about random fit, we want people to become more active. Active commuting is one thing that I think is extremely important. And number one reason, guys, it's it seems like it's we all know this, but I mean, think about your physical health and what getting up and moving, how many calories you're burning, a little bit of something's better and a whole lot of nothing. That's a Rick Ritchie comment that we always say. And so if you know that you're going to be sitting at your desk all day, you know that you're going to be in meetings, you're going to have a sit down lunch where you can't get up and do anything active, then what are ways that you can start to incorporate you know, things to get your, you know, cardiovascular health. Obviously we're going to get our heart rate up. If you're doing some sort of activity commuting to and from, um, you're also going to, like we said, burn calories. And so that's going to help you maintain your, your weight. And so we, that's obviously going to be extremely important. Um, we're also going to try to hopefully loosen up some muscles after sitting for a long period of time. If you go for a, you know, if you're walking home or doing something like that, then you're at least not in that hip flex position. Now, if you're biking, you are, but at least you are getting some blood flow through your muscles that have been inactive for most of the day. So number one, it improves your health. So why would, or physical health. So why wouldn't we want to try to find ways? But like I said, in Atlanta, it's not always easy. So we do have our, our subways called the MARTA. And so you can get on the MARTA where you can just, you know, go to and from different places very, very quickly. Most of us don't use the MARTA, we'll write it, or not most, but some of us, like myself, I don't use the MARTA very often, and so I'm stuck in my car. Uh, have, you, have you ever been to Seattle, Wendy? I have. Yeah, that that is a big commuter, active commuter town. Oh my goodness, right? and Colorado too. Yeah, it's it's just, I mean, if, if you have it available and it's, can be, and it's very, very, it, if it's supported, by your city and they've done a great job to provide that infrastructure like seattle you're you're writing that example of taking the ferry over that's that's going island island you know up the sound around the sound it's there oh, when i said colorado i thought you meant on the active standpoint i was like when i went to colorado that's when i saw people <laughs> be very active they're literally commuting going everywhere um utilizing their body and not like vehicles. And I found it absolutely fascinating. And when you look at some of the statistics, Colorado is still one of the most um, healthiest areas in all the nation because they move. Yep. And that's, that's the, um, that's an example of what infrastructure does for you. So something <laughs> to talk, you know, go to your local city council meeting and, and see what you can do to improve. And this is, this is something that's been done here in, in Alameda where I live. They've put, you know, three of the major streets going, I think it's east to west have, they've built in bike lanes. Now at the sacrifice of a, a car lane, they've, they've, 
change the lines around to where now it's just you have a dedicated bike lane which again just with people that i know directly they've been taking advantage of those bike lanes and using it for what they're for they're biking to the bart station they're biking to the ferry and they're doing that to and from work so definitely definitely great feedback as far as how they feel at the end of the day because whatever their day wound up being they they were able to blow off some steam you know sometimes that'll affect how fast it's like man whatever they're just trucking you know they'll, they'll bike a little harder they'll you know they'll they'll be able to blow off some steam so from the from the mental side of things the if you think about the return home so nothing's happened to you yet on your commute to work right usually everybody starts off with a pretty okay morning but then once the stresses of the day have built up that commute home especially if you have an active commute home that's a great time to just decompress let it all out if you've got a longer bike ride definitely more time for you to blow off that seam and and get a little bit of movement so from the mental side of things that's that's something that you know a buddy of mine who walks to uh where he lives his his stop for the bar station it gives him a, a little bit of time to, he doesn't have to battle traffic because he's sitting there as a passenger he's he has time to decompress listen to his podcast or whatever he's doing to mentally just kind of decompress and unload so by the time he gets home he's got his beautiful family that now he can be present so from a mental side he he has some outlet he has i believe a 20 I mean, he's 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 fortunate enough to live a 20 minute walk away from the train station from where he is so from that mental side he's he's able to just leave it leave it on the train leave it at work so when he is with his family he's he's there he's present and things aren't bogging him down hmm. well today on random fit we're not yeah. We're talking about actually moving to succeed or to move to succeed. And it's really about being, you know, what are ways that you can commute to and from? And we're talking a lot about work, but I'll tell you, can I think it's also important to say some people like for, for me, I'm not going to put a bike helmet on. I'm not going to be in a dress and I'm not going to hop on a bike, especially right. when I have an important meeting. And I'm going to bike my way to work because I'm going to be a hot, sweaty mess and my hair is going to look like a mess. And it's just it's just not going to be good for anyone. Don't However, it is something where, you know, we live two miles from the gym. And so instead of getting in the car, we may run to the gym, do a workout and then run back. So I've done a four four mile run, two and two, yep. my hour workout, and then I'm able to do whatever I want to do. And I didn't have to get behind the wheel. So when we're talking a lot about work and, and getting to and from, think about different things that you can do or different places that you can go that don't involve you getting into a car. And I think it's also important, Ken, when you're talking about like kind of the, the mental side of it, mental well-being is a big thing that you're reading when you're talking about active commuting, because, you know, that's when they say it's beneficial for your mind, that's going to help trigger and release those endorphins that you need to basically increase your mood. They're, they're a natural mood lifter. So like you said, it kind of puts you in a different state of mind and it kind of helps like enhance your feelings of just whatever those feelings are at that moment. And then it kind of gets you through some of those stressors that you might um, have, you know, that you're experiencing where you don't take time to kind of clear your mind before you go into whatever else you're doing. So there is a lot of positive benefit and it's also going to help to 
reduce that mental fatigue. Because I know if you're in meetings all day, you're just tired. You're just mentally tired. And this requires, especially if you're going for a walk or you're going for a bike, even if you're just wanting to go out with your family after dinner just to get moving, um, you know, that's one of the, the really positive benefits that just getting outside and going for a walk or a bike can do for you. Yep. And I'm, I'm a 20 minute walk from my, from my facility where I train my clients. So the, the are you biggest, your hair? am I, no, not like you are. <laughs> so, I just got to work on, just put on some sunblock and I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> But, but to that point, to, to walk and to bike, that definitely takes a lot more time than it takes to just get in the car, turn it on and get to where you're going. So from a active commuting standpoint, you do have to spend more time commuting, but there are the benefits of, of taking that time for all the, for all the things that you listed off Wendy. But for me, if I have the time, if I don't have to bring, if I don't have to wash gym towels and things like that, and I could just walk, don't have to carry anything unless I'm rucking, which is something else that I'll, I'll kind of challenge myself during my walk. But uh, it does take 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. So I have to be able to budget. If I don't have to record a podcast, write a, write a blog post or something like that, then I, as long as I budget the time, that's that's no problem. I can I can get the benefits of it, and 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 that's something my clients have definitely worked into their day, and a lot of my clients actually live near the facility, and I say, hey, build in that commute time, and we'll consider that your warm up, and that commute time back home, that'll be your warm down once we're done with our workout. So you're warm down. Like, I love it. <laughs> huh? You're warm down. That can be you're, your warm down. You're so. warm down. Just walk slower. <laughs> walk slower on the way home. Well, another one that I thought was hilarious, because obviously when you sent this on the list, you know, so Ken and I, when we work on these, just so you know, like he'll come up with some different things. I come up for some different things. We have big discussions about what we want to talk about, and then we integrate our stuff together. But one of the first ones that Ken had on his list was um, that it's cost effective. And if you live in California, um, you know yeah. the how expensive gas is. And so I'm sure that's why you had it number one on your list. But you do want to think about the cost of fuel, the cost of parking your car, any kind of transportation. If you can go, you know, walk or bike or do something, you know, we've talked about the physical benefits of it, you know, to your health. We've also talked about, you know, the um, mental benefits. Obviously, there's a huge environmental benefit because you're, you know, less likely to think about less cars on the road. Um, it's better for the planet. Uh, you know, we all know that. But when you're thinking about cost, especially if you're on a financial budget, or it seems like gas keeps going up right now. And, um, you know, it's maybe something to consider. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Stop reminding me of how expensive. <laughs> well, to that same commute that I think it's $11 one way for that ferry ride. Well, to take a car into the city into from the East Bay into San Francisco, <coughs> excuse me, that's a $7 toll. And then depending on if you get the early bird special at the parking lot, that's <laughs> oh my gosh. 30 I just can't $30 <laughs> for the day. So already you're $37. Whereas if you had the ferry ride, then that's $22. Again, that's that's what I last remember, but those numbers sound right to me. 
but that's also the time that you're stuck in traffic. If you have a regular nine to five, you're in traffic coming in and you're in traffic coming out on top of the fuel costs that it takes for you to do that. So the cost side of things definitely are not in your favor if you're a car commuter. But the other thing that I'll say is depending on your company, sometimes they will subsidize public transit. So they'll they'll give you a bus pass or they'll give you credits or they'll give you money towards your bus pass. So depending on the company, some of them are definitely active commuter uh, supporting. So from that side of things, see what your company has to offer. So not saying you're making money, but it'll cost you a lot, lot less money to take public transportation from that standpoint. So if we're talking about costs and savings, there's that. But the other part of it is there are some parts of, you know, and every city has it that you don't want to park your car in certain places. <laughs> so there's that. So to well, put, and I put think, your car in that environment, you know, I think, you know, that kind of brings us into the the second portion of our podcast. Now that we're getting yeah. into, we know the benefits. And like I said, it's, it's some of this is, it should be a reminder. We all know that we need to get up. We need to move more, eat less, do all of that in order to really maintain the fitness journey and not just find the destination and then call it a day. So what can you do to better your health uh, over time? Well, then it was like, well, okay, we've got all this information and, you know, the number one thing is, okay, well, I know it, but like, how do I get started? What should I do first? And first and foremost, if you want to try something new, especially with, you know, it's a new year coming up. If you want to make some changes, you know, think about trying to, to be more active in your commute with your body. What can you do actively to get from one place of so point A to point B? But first you need to map out your route or your route, depending on where you live. And I think that's extremely important because if my phone goes dead, I am in trouble and I will end up in California versus right down the street because I have no idea where I'm going and I am terrible with directions. And so I think it's really important that if you are going to do a bike route or you're going to take different bike paths, if if you're not going to be on a main street or a way that you would normally go utilizing your car, you really want to think about what's the safest way for you. What time of day are you going? So how busy is traffic and how how many people are actually paying attention to the road? Um, I think that's also important, too, especially if you're a biker. And, you know, you also want to think if you are going to bike, wherever it is that your destination is, can you lock up your bike if you are a biker? Or if you decided you were going to run or, or walk or do something and you, you're a hot, sweaty mess and you have to go into a meeting, do you have a place to go and change clothes, shower? So you really want to kind of think about all of that. It seems like, well, OK, yeah, when I, I know this. However, first and foremost, just make sure that that it's safe and you know where you're going and then yeah. decide, OK, what's the the risk versus benefit? You always obviously we know the benefits, but is, are there any risks for you taking that route at the time of day you need to go? To wherever you're going all good stuff Wendy. and i and i think the uh the best way to go about that is if if you're talking about commuting to a workplace ask your coworkers that do bike in and they'll tell you here's the route i take if i if i have to put my bike on a bus then this is how i do it and this is where i get off and uh, one of the other bits of information that you might exchange is 
it might be a little bit farther, but sometimes there are bike lockers. There are these businesses based on, okay, well, here, give me your bike. Here's the ticket. It costs this much. We'll keep it safe in this place. We're watching it 24 seven cameras, all the whole thing. Cause if you're spending, you know, five, $600 on your bike, you don't want that to just someone to break your lock. Uh, but talk to your coworkers, see what they do and see what makes sense for that particular commute because the route strategies, where to, you know, what to do, what blocks to go up and down, what blocks to not go up and down, that will affect the quality of your day. So yeah, planning, planning things out, very, very, very important. Yep. And I mean, I think too, understanding what do you need? What's the right attire for whatever it is you're going to do? Like if you're going to go for a run, yeah. have good running shoes. If you're going to do walk, have good walking shoes. If you are walking or running or doing any of this and you know it's going to be dark, whether you're leaving in the morning or coming back at night, make sure you've got reflective clothing or proper lights, something like that so people can see you. It's not necessarily, you know, people that are doing the activity or is like, oh, I'm fine. I'm not worried about anything. Well, it's not really you that it's it's the other people making sure they can see you and i think that's one thing yeah. where we have to remind people you know just be smart nobody likes to wear the like vest that makes them look like they're going out doing construction work when they're going to work out however it is very smart for you to do if that is the time of day that you're going to be out and about and for walking or biking you have to remember and this is something that uh when my kids have walked and biked to school you gotta remember there's there's people that are in a hurry they are they may not be in the mindset to be alert for active commuters but this is where you have to understand that people may not be in the best frame of mind especially if they're rushing right rushing to drop off their kids or rushing to pick up their kids or they've had a bad day at work and they're not in the best moods to be on the road so just know that the mindset may not be there they're not experiencing the mental benefits that you are as an active commuter if they're in the car sometimes so just be sensitive to that and you know for the sake of of protecting yourselves so that that, that safety first that's a great point wendy safety first start gradually you know, don't just say, okay, oh, it's 30 minutes for me to do that. I can totally do this, you know, and, and down and back the first day, you're sore, you didn't stretch, you you didn't plan <laughs> right, you're stressed out because now you're going to be late for a meeting. You know, you wore a helmet, so you got the helmet mark on the front. And, you know, it's, there are a lot of things. So here's the deal. Take a deep breath, plan your route, dress appropriately start slowly and gradually and maybe it's like you just do it a couple times a week instead of doing it every every day because sometimes again we have big ideas and then we end up kind of think our, our ideas and our thoughts and the way that we think we're going to be able to do something doesn't always work out that way so think about your smart goals make sure they're realistic and so what days are maybe less uh, where you have less meetings or easier days for you or something yeah. like that. Maybe those are the days that you try to become more active and commute. And then at that point, you know, you can start adding on as you feel more comfortable with that. You know, time management is going to be huge with now adding on an active commute because you also plan on traffic. 
And if you look at your, you know, you, you plug it in your phone and it says you're going to walk, it's going to take this long. It usually takes about that long. However, there are traffic lights that maybe aren't considered. There's other things like that. Plus another really big one is weather. If you're going to be outside and it's going to, you know, it's going to rain or something, maybe that's the day that you don't do your active commute because it's now raining outside and maybe that's not the best best thing for you to be outside before you go to work. It's totally up to you, but you know, you just want to kind of think through what the week looks like and then plan accordingly. And I, th I think, again, this is random fitness here and we're talking about <laughs> move to succeed. Uh, so the, 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 the biggest thing that I had, I think we brought up a lot of, I know we brought up a lot of great points when, if you're a commuter by car and looking to transition to adding more active commuting days, whether it's to work, to the gym, to the grocery store. What, uh, what I want to say is, you know, just think you're now active. So the things that go with activity and, and you brought it up when you just make sure you're hydrated, you've eaten. A lot of people took that commute time to drink their coffee, eat breakfast in the car. But if you don't have that car time, just know that you want to be nourished before the activities. So that was my last two cents as far as you know working with clients who added commuting into their into their week so make sure that you're hydrated and, and fed and you're not you know dehydrated and hungry when you're when you're now trying to add a 20 minute walk or a three mile bike ride so add that into your consideration when looking to take on this this behavior change Positive behavior change. <laughs> Positive behavior change. So great, great, I would say great commute, Wendy. Great, <laughs> great discussion on, on active commuting. So thanks, Wendy, for your insight and sharing the trials and tribulations of active commuting in Atlanta. <laughs> the, <laughs> Remember, move to succeed, but maybe don't move to succeed using that, well, any highways around you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Uh, so all of you listening to us here on Random Fit, thank you so much for your time and listening to what Wendy and I have to share on this episode of Random Fit. So we just ask that you like, follow, subscribe, download, share, but more importantly, comment. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll be sure to do what we can to get that topic on the next episode of Random Fit. So until next time, everybody, take care and be well. 